Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cinema Soft Underbelly. I'm your host, Eugene Weaver. And if you're listening to this show, then you know what it's all about. More than likely, it's all about horror movies, science fiction, gems in the rough, grindhouse movies, which is what I'm mainly going to be focusing on today. Uh, So uh, in today's episode, I am going to focus primarily on the event that is coming up at the Nightlight Theater in Akron, Ohio. Uh, I have been working with, uh, with uh, Curtis Hare from the Nightlight Theater, and, and I'm going to give all this information out uh, before the show ends as far as uh, how, to, how to be involved with this. Um, but here's what we're going to do. The Movie Freaks podcast uh, and Weaver Media Productions are hosting four nights of Fulci at the Nightlight Theater. And this is um, all things, obviously, all things Lucio Fulci related. It is my four favorite movies from him. We, uh, we got the rights to screen <clears throat> House by the Cemetery on October the 9th. October the 10th, we're going to show Zombie. October the 16th, we're going to show City of the Living Dead. And on the 17th, for the first time ever in the United States, we are showing The Beyond digitally. Previously, The Beyond has only been uh, available for screening purposes on 35mm film, and the Nightlight Theater in Akron is digital projection. Um, But because the other three movies, well, because all four of these movies go so well together, uh, I'm... I wasn't the one that made the deal with the studio, but I would imagine that uh, that Curtis was speaking with someone from Grindhouse Pictures, and I uh, got the okay, which is fantastic uh, that we can show all four of these movies over four separate nights and two weekends at 11.30 p.m. is when they're screening. Uh, only one per night, and the, the dates that I just said, that is the order that they're going to be in. So... Um, you can go to, I'm just going to start throwing out uh, information here now just so that um, just so that I make sure that we got everything. But uh, you can find, t- now the tickets are not on sale yet, but uh, trust me, they're, they're coming soon. Um, I'm hoping that the, the tickets, I, honestly, I mean, they could be on sale at uh, any time. Uh, hopefully even today would be what I would really hope. But um, <clears throat> if you are interested in attending this, when tickets are on sale, you can go to www.nightlightcinema.com. And their phone number is 330-252-5782. Now here's the deal with, here's the deal with this. Um, this movie, or these movies are going to be screened in a <clears throat> state-of-the-art new theater. However... There is only roughly 50 tickets that will be available for uh, each of these shows. It's a very small theater. It's uh, Essentially, it's an art house theater, and um, it's perfect for this type of thing, a very, uh, a very exclusive type event. I am hoping, obviously, that 
all of them sell out, and I'm going to, along with my co-host Eric Marner on Movie Freaks, we're going to do a lot of promotion with this on Twitter, uh, Four Nights of Fulci. You can find us on Twitter. And then we also have our Facebook page, which is obviously Four Nights of Fulci on Facebook. And we're really going to uh, start promoting this really heavy. We don't, want us, we don't want to be annoying, but at the same time, we really want to get the word out to people that uh, you know, may need to drive a little bit of a distance to get here for such, a, such an event. So we really hope that we can sell these out and have a great big party of all things Lucio Fulci. Uh, I will say that the theater itself has a fully stocked bar and snacks and all that good stuff. So we're hoping that the crowd gets there early for all four of these and loosens up and gets ready for a thunderously loud sound system on a gigantic screen in a very small, intimate uh, theater. I think that is so cool. I cannot wait to host this. Uh, me being the host of this thing, I am going to be speaking to the crowd on all four nights. Very briefly, I promise I will not bore you. It's going to be just briefly some thoughts about the movie, more than likely, and uh, my main reason for talking to the audience beforehand is I want to get a gauge for how much interest there would be in A, a horror con somewhere in the Akron-Canton area, and B, uh, what other movies would you like to see the Movie Freaks and Weaver Media host at the Nightlight Theater? And to go along with that, we're going to show vintage old grindhouse trailers from the 70s and early 80s, maybe even 60s, depending on what, uh, what the crowd wants. But uh, especially for these, I'm picking out a handful of trailers that we'll be showing in the beginning of these movies. And honestly, those uh, what you'll see in the beginning of before the movie starts, what you're going to be seeing is movies that I would really like to bring to the Nightlight Theater uh, on a future occasion. So uh, they're not just there for fun, uh, although they are fun. They are there to gauge crowd uh, crowd participation, crowd interest. Are, do you want to see these movies? And uh, You'll have to go to the showings to find out what those trailers are, but they are so cool. Um, and along with that, we're going to have all sorts of other fun things. There is going to be a giveaway every night. Before the show, I haven't decided yet if it's going to be before the show or directly following the show when the credits are scrolling. We'll see. Uh, but what I would like to do is, um, not what I'd like to do, but we're going to do. I, I'm, in fact, the movies are in front of me right now. I bought a copy, a brand new copy of each movie sealed that will be given out to one of the 50 people in attendance. So if you bought a ticket for the movie you are entered into a 1 in 50 chance of winning that night's particular movie. So obviously on the 9th, it's Cemetery, 10th, Zombie, 16th, City of the Living Dead, and 17th is The Beyond. Um, all are beautifully remastered. Uh, the first three are from Blue Underground, and the last one obviously is from Grindhouse. And uh, there's some great extras, and it's just a great... Uh, this is just kind of a thank you for supporting what we hope to be an ongoing thing, uh, teaming up with The Nightlight, to bring you uh, the grindhouse experience of the 70s in, in 40, on 42nd Street in New York City. That's my ultimate goal. Obviously, this theater is gorgeous, unlike uh, the rat-infested theaters of New York City in the 70s. Uh, but still, what we want to do is just the whole experience, almost what Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez did with their grindhouse double feature back in 2007. That's kind of what we're doing here. Um, cool trailers, cool movies... Um, a fun crowd. Uh, obviously, again, these are 
late night movies, so these are essentially midnight movies, but I think that that fits the bill good with this type of thing. Um, originally, I would have liked to have double features, like a 9 o'clock showing and an 11.30 showing, uh, but this is this is going to be good, because, or even just all in one weekend, but to space them out, that honestly, it might be a good idea, so that there's not as much Fulci fatigue, I guess, because these movies are very unique, and I'm going to be talking about all four of these movies here briefly um, before I sign off, but I just, this, this show is is completely all about this event coming up. So, And I do hope that you follow us on Twitter and that you do like us on Facebook and really follow the updates and uh, the, the happenings there and everything leading up to it. And obviously I'm going to keep everybody posted on the, the amount of tickets that are still available. And who knows, I have never done this before, so uh, you know what? It, it might be uh, night of the show at the box office is when a lot of the tickets are sold. Or it might be that it sells quickly online. I, I'm not sure what to expect yet. Um, we also are planning on having a full-sized, custom-made one-sheet, a 27-by-40 one-sheet uh, poster that we will hang at the Nightlight Theater in the weeks leading up to the event. The week of, what I'm hoping to do is get posters of all four movies and have all four movies hanging on the wall and possibly even a banner. Uh, so that's yet to come. And we're still uh, over a month away from this. Tickets haven't been released yet, although by the time you're listening to this, they may have been. I'm, like I said, I'm really hoping that today or even... Uh, even on October, or I'm sorry, September the 1st, that tickets are uh, available and it's live. So uh, anyway, so that's the uh, that's kind of the lowdown on this. Um, but we're super excited, and we went, honestly, we went back and forth to what, what we thought would be um, a, good, a, a good four movies to start with. And I went back and forth with, uh, uh, do we want to do old school slasher movies? Do we want to do uh, spaghetti westerns or uh, Italian giallo movies um, or weird old science fiction movies? I just there's so many cool movies out there that I think that there is a there's an audience for on the big screen if uh, if the, we can get the word out. And so um, I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna pick four movies that I love. I'm gonna pick four movies that I would drive uh, hours to see, and I would. Uh, and so I thought, well, I'm going to pick the Lucio Fulci movies because those are four of my favorite movies of all time. So uh, that got the ball rolling. And I will say this, that working with the Nightlight thus far has been uh, exceptional. I've actually had dealings with uh, several other organizations and uh, very, very different experiences with them versus the Nightlight in, in the response time and the interest level and all that other good stuff. So I'm really happy to be, at this point, partnering up with them to bring you these four movies, and hopefully, hopefully the Movie Freaks will bring you more. And trust me, my mind is racing as to what would be awesome to show on the big screen. Like, uh, would there be interest in uh, Disney's The Black Hole and uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture for a weird weekend double feature? Um, Or something like the old French animated movie uh, Fantastic Planet, or uh, the the it's limitless what uh, what options are out there because we scored the beyond. I just it's hard for me to imagine not being able to get the rights to screen any other movie out there other than maybe the Star Wars movies or something really big that requires a lot more 
work to get the rights to. Um, but I think that that would be uh, great to just show just movies that I think people would want to go see with a crowd in the theater on a big screen, loud, drinks in hand, good times, uh, mingle before and after the movie, uh, all that good stuff. So anyway, uh, as far as the movies, um, I, I hesitate to say which is my favorite just because uh, I, you know, I want people to watch all of them. In fact, we're probably going to do some sort of a promotion to where if you do buy a pass for all four nights, that there is some incentive as far as winning the Blu-rays, uh, that you maybe have double the chance per night to win uh, the Blu-ray of the evening. Uh, and this is not, just to clarify, this is not all four Blu-rays every night. This is only the movie playing that night. Uh, that Blu-ray will be available as a giveaway. So we're thinking about that uh, as an incentive to buy tickets to all four screenings as double your chance, especially if you're there all four nights. Uh, not bad. I mean, two in 50 chance, that's that's decent, I guess. Uh, but regardless, it's I'm hoping that you're not going just to try and win a free Blu-ray. I'm hoping you're going because these movies are great and it's going to be fun. So, <clears throat> House by the Cemetery is the first movie that is screening, and this is Lucio Fulci's, I, I, I hesitate to say, The Shining uh, send-up, uh, but it has several moments that feel a bit Shining-esque. Um, this is uh, one of three movies from Fulci that were considered the Gates of Hell trilogy. And they are all very loosely connected. And by loosely connected, I mean the themes are very similar in all three of these movies. The quality of the movies range, in my opinion, a little bit, but they're all three great in their own right. Um, but they're just very, very different beasts altogether. Uh, house by the Cemetery, obviously, it takes place in a house by a cemetery. And there is all sorts of ghoulish uh, goings-ons in the house. And what the charm of these movies, and especially House by the Cemetery, is the child actor in uh, in this movie. His name's Bob, is dubbed so horribly that it adds to the whole unique experience of the movie. And it's great, and it's it's it makes it funny when it shouldn't be funny, and it it gives it almost an off kilter feel because of this kid's weird accent that he's got going on. Um, but again, to me, it 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 uh, adds to the fun. Um, and this movie is complete with really fake-looking bats that are gorily dispatched and uh, rotting flesh. It's gets gruesome and sick. And I remember the first time I had I have ever heard of this movie was at a grocery store back when I was oh man, like ten or eleven. I was I was young. And it was at a grocery store and a VHS copy of it. And I'm like, even back then, I've been a horror fan since I was like seven or eight years old at least. And uh, I saw this this box and it's a house by the cemetery. And there's this dude's hand with a big knife, blood dripping off of it in a creepy old house on the hill and tombstones. I'm like, that looks so cool. And on the back, it's there's it was a gore-drenched back cover. Uh, and and the, the wording on the back was so, so cool. In fact, I'm going to read the back of uh, the Blu-ray that I'm holding right now um, that I'm going to be giving away. A young family moves 
into from New York City apartment to a spacious new home in New England. But this is no ordinary house in the country. The previous owner was the deranged Dr. Fraudstein, whose monstrous human experiments have left a legacy of bloody mayhem. Now, someone or something is alive in the basement, and Home Sweet Home is about to become a horrific hell on Earth. Um, stars all sorts of cool people and all sorts of... Uh, all sorts of other goodies. So, uh, it, it, it's, it looks too good to be true, and um, I, I am happy to report that it did not disappoint that movie. The first time I saw it, um, I was like, this is the greatest thing. In fact, I the first time I saw the movie, actually, I had to send a money order into a company called uh, Midnight Video, and they had an uncut copy on VHS, uh, and then, the, you know, like six weeks later, I've spoken about this on my show uh, a long time ago about how I used to get some of these movies, and they sent me the uh, they sent me the VHS in this plain case, whatever, House by the Cemetery, and that's how I watched it the first time, and I'm like, uh, as expected, I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. Um, it had it has all the things that make a grindhouse movie so good. Um, Weird off-kilter feel, lots of fog, uh, gruesome killings, maggots, and oh, just it's just weird and bizarre. And then, of course, the complete bizarro ending that you're like, huh? Uh, which works so well here. I love that. So, <clears throat> House by the Cemetery. That is the first showing, October the 9th. The second showing, and I actually split these up, um... The way I, I, I put these movies together is, uh, personally, I think that the biggest draws of, of the, the nights are going to be Zombie and The Beyond, and I think because those are the most well-known. Now, I'm not saying that those are the best, uh, because House by the Cemetery is great in its own right, and so is City of the Living Dead. Uh, but as far as most well-known, I didn't want to package two of the more well-known movies together and, uh, and at the expense of the other two, so I'm, that's why Zombie is on the second night of the first weekend. But uh, Zombie, if you don't know this movie and you're listening to this show, come on. Get with the program. Zombie. Uh, the cover is iconic at this point. We are going to eat you. And there's this gruesome-looking zombie head uh, with worms pouring out of its eyes. And this, um, uh, oh, another one that back in the day I would go to the mall with my parents, and this was in the big box Magnum Entertainment releasing, I believe. And uh, it, it, it looked too good to be true. And like, I remember the back cover... I think it was in black and white. It wasn't even in color. And I'm like, is this movie in color or is it in black and white? Whatever it is, it's, it, is it as good as it looks? And when I finally did see it, yes, it was great. I still remember the first time I watched this, which was when I was working as a video store clerk at the Video Connection in Millersburg, and he had that copy, the big box copy. And uh, I immediately took it home and watched it, and I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. In fact, I watched this as a double feature. Uh, I remember it vividly. This is one of my fondest memories of younger years watching movies in my bedroom when I still lived at home with my parents, is Zombie and Make Them Die Slowly, which is actually Cannibal Ferox. Those, that was a double feature for me one night, and that was one of, if not, if not, um, the best... At, you know what? I'm going to just say this. That was the best double feature I have ever sat through when I still lived with my parents. It was amazing. I did not expect these movies to be so good. And that was, honestly, this is what started me uh, 
falling passionately, passionately in love with Italian horror cinema. Uh, I love Italian horror from the 70s and, and early 80s. There's something about it that um, while, the, while American studios and even Canadians were doing a lot of uh, slasher movies, which were great and I love them, these are just their own beast. And even the slasher movies from Italy are their own very unique uh, creations. But Zombie is the best zombie movie ever made, hands down. And I'm saying that um, to the Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead and 28 Days Later and even the Dawn of the Dead remake, which I love. I think that is a fantastic movie. Um, there's a host of zombie movies out there. There's so many zombie movies. This is the granddaddy of them all. So this is your chance to see what I consider, personally, the best zombie movie ever made. Um, it may not be the most well-acted, um, but the tone of the movie and the music and the effects and the pacing, everything in the movie is uh, horror movie perfection. And I have seen this movie... Uh, honestly, I've seen Zombie more than any other Lucio Fulci movie guaranteed. Um, and that even includes The Beyond, which I have watched The Beyond a lot. But Zombie, because I wasn't able to watch The Beyond for years, uh, because it was only available on edited R-rated version of Seven Doors of Death here in the United States for the longest time, I wasn't able to watch that one. I refused to watch that version. Um, in fact, I sent a letter to Fangoria about that exact thing, that I was so pissed that the only way you could watch Seven Doors of Death was... Uh, I'm sorry, The Beyond was Seven Doors of Death, and uh, I actually got uh, published in the magazine. I thought that was pretty cool. So, anyway. So, a zombie, uh, you know what? I'm not going to read the back of the box. You don't need to... Go watch the movie. It's going to be playing in the, in the theater. Go see it. It's awesome. Um, so, that's Zombie. It's fantastic. Next one is City of the Living Dead. My first experience with City of the Living Dead um, was uh, way, 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 way back in the day. Uh, had a couple acquaintances at a high at my high school, and I told them how big of horror fans I am, or a horror fan I am, and they're like, "Have you ever heard of a movie called The Gates of Hell?" I'm like, "No, but okay, you've piqued my interest." And they're like, "Stop by our house, and we're gonna get uh, my dad has a copy of it on VHS, and we'll sell it to you." Okay, so I went to their trailer uh, close to the. Uh, uh, Stink plant is what you call it, but it's where dead animals are processed to make dog food and whatever. And it was horrible and disgusting. And there I sat as they pulled out their dad's copy of Gates of Hell, also known as City of the Living Dead. And um, I bought it off of them for either $15 or $25. And back then in the VHS days, there, things were not cheap. The movies were not cheap to come by. And I was ecstatic to get my hands on, and it was in a clamshell. It, wasn't, it didn't even have a cover. It just said, Paragon Video presents Gates of Hell. Like, yes, I'm okay, here we go. And I wore that tape out. In fact, I still have that VHS tape somewhere in a box stored. Um, but City of the Living Dead is the actual title of the movie. Um, and the title speaks for itself. Honestly, City of the Living Dead, it truly is about, not even a city, it's about a town. Um, and uh, the gates of hell have been opened, and there is zombies, and it's complete 
borderline David Lynchian weirdness. Uh, and I just, I, I don't know if, I wish Lucio Fulci would still be alive. He passed away, unfortunately, in 1996, I believe. Um, I, I would so like to hear some of his ideas on why these movies were, like, the, the way these movies were made. Um, why? Like, City of the Living Dead, for example. Honestly, as with all of these, Zombie is the most coherent of all of these movies, by the way. There is a beginning, middle, and end, and it, it follows a very simple storyline. But the other ones, um, the Gates of Hell trilogy, not so much. But, again, that's what gives these movies their charm, is the story is almost complete, but it just feels like it's missing one or two elements to completely make it coherent. But watching them, and when you do watch them, followers of Four Nights of Fulci, you will see what I'm talking about in that there's just something not quite there, but it makes it better to not quite have all the information spoon-fed to you. That there are certain things that are just left uh, left out that you just kind of come up with your own assumptions as to what's really going on. And I love that. And uh, City of the Living Dead is, uh, it, it's, it's fantastic. The gore is off the charts. Um, the creepiness factor on this movie is off the charts. It's a great, great movie. Uh, and that is on the 16th. Now, the highlight, well, I don't want to say the highlight, but uh, because I didn't think that we were going to get the beyond, I think that the fact that we did get the Beyond to screen is is a huge, huge, huge thing. And um, I do recommend buying your tickets early for this one because I cannot imagine that the Beyond will not sell out. Um, this is one of the granddaddies of horror. Uh, it has everything that makes a horror movie a horror movie. Um, disgusting gore, uh, weirdness, zombies, uh a cool beginning that really sets the tone. It's hard for me to describe this movie, and I really, honestly, I don't want to. I want you to experience this movie uh, like I did the first time, and the first time I watched this was with Midnight Video. Again, I actually sent in a money order, and they sent me the Beyond. That was the only way to watch this, and it was like from an import Japanese Laserdisc, if I'm not mistaken. I still have that tape somewhere. But uh, the movie itself is five-star grade A horror entertainment, and I, I'm going to go so far as to say, if you don't like The Beyond, are you sure you're a real, real horror fan? Uh, because there's so much to like in this movie, and it's so bizarre and unique. It's so incredibly unique, and it's so gory, and there's parts of it that are so super cheesy, but that adds to the charm of this movie. That's what makes it so much fun. And I know I've talked about these movies before on my show. And if you're listening to this episode, and this is your first episode listening, please go back and listen to some of the other ones because I talk more in depth about all of these movies. Uh, but I wanted to bring them back to the forefront, of course, because of uh, the Four Nights of Fulci coming up. So uh, as far as the storyline, all you need to know is it's set in uh, New Orleans at a hotel and it sits on one of the seven gateways to hell. And really, that's all you need to know. If that's something that interests you, buy a ticket and go watch the movie. It is going to be a blast. And I am happy to report that the Grindhouse uh, release of this is one of the finest Blu-ray releases thus far on the format, in my humble opinion. The quality is amazing. The special features are extensive. And it's just a... a it's simply a fantastic movie. You've got to see it. I can't wait to watch it on the big screen. And I've got a projector and a screen here at my house, but I think that just to see this movie on the big screen with a crowd, 
at a late night showing, I can't wait. It's going to be so awesome, especially in October leading up to Halloween. So anyway, those are the four movies. That's all the information. Um, if you do need to get a hold of, uh, of me, you can contact me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com or uh, you can also find out more information about this event. Uh, we actually have uh, our own email address now for this and it's four nights of Fulci at yahoo.com so you can email uh, either myself or you can send an email to the four nights of Fulci address and any information you need will fill you in um, directions to the place whatever just buy the tickets get there support it it's going to be a blast I cannot wait so uh we also talk about this on Movie Freaks on our latest episode that is going to be released here in the next week or so, so obviously stay tuned for that. And, of course, please make sure to listen to our friends over at Cinema Sidekicks. Um, I'm looking forward to, I know at least Steve is hopefully going to be there for a few of these nights, and I'm actually hopefully going to utilize him in uh, helping out with this a little bit, maybe doing some videoing, and uh, um, who knows what I'll get Mr. Steve to do. So be prepared, Steve. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for my show. On the next episode, uh, I will get back to the regular scheduled programming as far as bringing you the latest and the greatest of horror movies and movies that you should avoid because, trust me, they're out there. I watched half of one this morning and turned it off, but, again, I'm, I'm keeping this positive. This is a positive episode. I'm not going to start to delve into the, the crap. So, anyway, I'm Eugene Weaver, and until next time, thanks for listening.